Africa must wake up, the sleeping sons of Jacob, for what tomorrow may bring. May Our dynasty on the morning bliss. Can you tell me, young ones, who are we today? And uh, we continue with our dynasty from uh, the Ethiopian New Year 2016 in Ethiopia to a day that is a bit somber here in Southern Africa. In fact, for the entire continent, because on this day, the author of a book that I first read in grade 11, I write what I like, um, Steve Bandubiko, uh, passed on this day. And uh, it's a somber day for us, but it is also a day where we should be reflecting as Africans. And uh, we are joined by Sulanengiti Mabaso, who's the president of the Black Consciousness Movement United, to just speak about this day and what it should mean to us as Africans. It's it's not in our history books because I, I haven't seen my or heard my children who are in school talking about it. I was not introduced to it at school, um, but it is something that has edged a mark in our history, in who we are as Africans. Thank you very much for joining us, uh, Lulane. Uh, good morning, Kel. Good morning. Good morning, Austin. How are you? Hey, we are strengthened. And how are you doing? No, well, all right. All right. It's all a right. bittersweet day for Africans. On one end, we say it's a new year. Um, mm. But on the other end, we are commemorating and remembering. And I hope we do it with um, with a somber heart, remembering the great Pan-Africanist, the great Black Consciousness Movement writer and activist, Stephen, Steve uh, Bantubiko. Uh, he was born on the 18th of December in 1946. However, yes. on this day, he passed. And his yes. passing was one that was questioned quite a lot. Can mm-hmm. we talk about the way he passed and what reconciliation has been given to the African black conscious um, movement um, from his demise? Well, um I think the starting point, we, we have to ask the question, why is it that Steve died in the manner that he died? It was clear from the apartheid regime that the, the emergence of the black consciousness movement signified a particular different historical movement in the history of Azania, and in particular the liberation struggle as it was being conducted in Azania. You would remember that unlike most political organizations, the Black Consciousness Movement at the time became an organization that was deeply entrenched in building solidarity among the oppressed. I mean, the whole idea and conception of blackness was understood as a driving force to humanize those that are oppressed, but more importantly, to make sure that we have the sense of pride and dignity to be willing to engage and confront the enemy. Now. We remember that uh, there are quite a number of things that the Black Consciousness Movement was able to do, like community projects, building pride. I mean, you had things like June 16, all inspired by this particular philosophy and this leader at the helm of that particular movement. Now, it was clear that the state had always seen him as a marked man. He had tried a number of times, or he actually had survived a number of times of being arrested and all those things. But at some point, they knew that they really were going to kill him. And uh, we remember that around the period in which he made that faithful trip to Cape Town, it was to speak to the likes of uh, the late 
Professor Neville Alexandra, who was at the part leader of the unity movement, but as well to try and build solidarity also within the black consciousness movement with some of the problems that were occurring. So he did take that trip, but it is clear, and I think that the head and has put it very clear, that he was betrayed. He was betrayed when they came back uh, together himself and Peter Jones. They were put under a roadblock, which was specifically set up for Steve and the rest was history because after his arrest, uh, we know that at some point he was put in a jail, uh, they were naked, they were refused food, uh, they were refused even just to bath up until we reached the day of the 6th of September where he was taken to room 619 and he would be interrogated and afterwards he would die. Mm. And uh, w- what he has done in creating, you know, what we know now as democracy, creating what we know now as um, liberated black people as opposed to what we were um, in, in his day, in his age. How can we commemorate him accordingly? Well, we can only commemorate him by continually rededicating ourselves to the struggle. I mean, if we are to be honest, in as much as there are some strides that have been made, the truth of the matter is that black people are even at a worse situation than they were before. You talk about, I mean, we can take these things very lightly. Uh, I read an article just a couple of days ago uh, where somebody was making reference to the likes of Mandela who called, uh, was guaranteeing his white friends that everything would be fine. The only problem was when this particular political idiot came into being who by the time he called Steve Biko, who insisted on black pride and black dignity and so forth. Today we sit in a country where our people have gone back. They are now lightening their skins because the standards of beauty are again those that were used by the West to insist that black people are not beautiful, black people are inferior and so forth. So we, we, we find ourselves in a very difficult period as a country. I mean, we have a situation where even our children, uh, they negate, you know, the indigenousness that they ought to have. They even negate, you know, the pride that they have to have because these standards are being flaunted in their faces that this is something that they should not aspire for. So in terms of us really uh, commemorating Steve, we would have to start by going back to rededicating ourselves to the struggle, but more importantly, to understand that there is a lot that needs to be done. The Black Consciousness Movement understood that when they are engaged in struggle, the aim was to ensure that black people have a qualitative change in terms of life. And that qualitative change cannot be separated for the issue of land. And that is why the Black Consciousness Movement emphasized very strongly the position of the seizure again of the land or the reconquest of the land in order for it to come to its rightful people. And we are then able to build our country in a manner which we, uh, we, we are able to do. If you speak, for instance, about what the TRC did, many of the perpetrators uh, who really committed crimes against our people were literally left scot free. I mean, some have even argued that what really happened there was just we then saw ourselves being beholden to the chairs of Desmond Tutu and all these callings of reconciliation. But on a fundamental level, the gains or the need of us being engaged in the liberation struggle remained off the table. And subsequent to that, even with the Black Consciousness Movement and the death of Vigo, there were attempts to ensure that we keep the struggle going forward and ensure that our people find themselves in a better situation. But unfortunately, 
this is where we are today. And therefore, we must at least on a minimal level remember Steve and his movement, but more importantly, remember who he was and what he means to us today, or he should mean to us today. I mean, it's very strange that even in the times of the fees must fall, you saw the children, they were not quoting that they are Mandela, they are this. They referred to themselves as Abusti. They referred to them as Abusitiro and so forth because they understood at some level that there are those who are the real heroes whose positions need to be articulated and whose ideas need to be pushed forward. And we need them now more than ever. And uh, as we wrap up our conversation, would Steve Bantu Biko be happy with the state of the consciousness of the African person? Well, I, I think it is clear that he would not be happy. Uh, of course, we never reduce Biko to just an individual. We always identify him with the movement and the philosophical outlook that he articulated. He would not be happy because the African personality in this, in this context finds themselves having gone back, find themselves defeated, broken, as well as having a serious identity crisis in terms of who they are. And that identity crisis is not really simply about we don't know who we are, but we don't know who we are in relation to the liberation of the country in terms of the resources that we need back into our hands. And as a result, the likes of Biko, as well as his comrades and many matters who sacrificed for us, would not be happy. And that is why organizations such as ourselves have to continue again to pick up the mantle and take the struggle forward. We have to insist on these ideas. We have to insist on ideas around decolonization. We have to insist on all these things in order to ensure that the African personality is not just a romanticized sense of we are just Africans, we have a great history. No, it's not only that. What's important is what does the African today do in light of the situations they find themselves in. The country is being pillaged by those who've got power. The resources are not used for the benefit of the people. We have a situation where you have more than 70% of our youth unemployed. You talk about the question of landlessness. You talk about the economy, which is not working for the people. So they would not be happy and we should not be happy either. And at the same time, Biko did articulate, at least in his position, that for him, he doesn't want to look at death from a position of just being defeated, but he wants to look at death as something that can be an organizing and politicizing thing. And clearly, that was done even after his death. His movement did not just say, oh, the party is over. The white liberals had articulated, now that with the death of Biko, everything is going to go back. They then were, they banned the organization. But strangely, lo and behold, because of the idea and the philosophy of black consciousness, the movement continued and they engaged the enemy. And if anybody knows, you would know that it was the black consciousness movement that rejected fundamentally the project of Codesa, knowing very well that what it will render in the table will not be sufficient. And lo and behold, today, we sit with a situation like that, where almost everything that we have fought for has become for nothing. Uh, uh, Thank you so very much, brother. Thank you for joining us. Uh, So much wealth of knowledge. Um, And I, I hope and pray that we'll be able to teach each other more around how to be conscious and this is not saying be conscious and absent-minded when it comes to others around us in the globe but be conscious about being african and be proud to be african and do the things that will emancipate africa in this day and age we thank you so very much thank you Osi.